You're listening to the I Hate Raw podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 145, side A. As in, asshole. Amity. This is the Gimme 5 podcast, a semi-entertaining show about very entertaining things. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, okay, let's, let's just, let, let, I, we have a script here, but, okay, first of all, side A episode. Hi, gonna, I'm Jimmy. Gonna, yeah, that's Jimmy. Well, we'll, we'll get to that part. Uh, side A episode, what we do usually do is we talk about things that are coming out this week or video games or books or whatever. We talk about all this cool stuff. And then side B, where you talk about a movie that's usually terrible. Well, we had a special side B episode, which will be due out Monday. It is about the movie Jaws, which is obviously a good movie. Rob, at some point, got these shark movies in a three-pack at Walmart for $5. And there's <laughs> so many warning signs. Three-pack, $5, so Walmart, the discount names. bins, the names, which we'll get to again. Uh and we decided to watch them all in one weekend or one week, and none of us are feeling so good after that. But anyway, we usually talk about entertaining things. This time we don't. We talk about mo- movies, music, news, Florida, all that stuff. My name is Baby Shark. I'm joined by Mommy Shark. Play ya ya ding dong! And Grandpa Shark. Yeah, yeah, ding dong! <laughs> And as I said, this week here is Shark Week. Whoa, 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 whoa! Can we can we say that? Yeah. Is that no? <laughs> okay, it's Shark Week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Shark Week. Yeah, that's H R A R K W E I K. Correct. Shark Week. Uh, no. Okay, that week is that name is taken, and it is actually this week. So to avoid the lawsuits, what we're going to do here, we're just going to review the three worst shark movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> really love, and I'm going to lovingly refer to this as Shark Week, uh, uh, not to be confused with the week that Rob eats at a Brazilian steakhouse. That is a different type of Shark Week. That true story. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to be like no, and then he shrugged his shoulders and was like, yeah. Well, no, I pooped. He pooped <laughs> on Park uh, Avenue. Oh God! Oh, and then man, I had to I get home. Can't <laughs> wait to go back to Fogo de Chao. Anyway, so this. <laughs> Sorry, thinking about possibly spoiling these movies. Sorry, go on. This is a review show, and what? Wh- there is no spoiler for these movies. These movies suck. They are so bad. Believe me, you want us to spoil this shit because you do not want to waste the time that we did watching these pieces of trash. Wait, am I correct in that? Accurate. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah very accurate. So if you want to watch them for like self-torture reasons, maybe you want to pause it and come back. I would suggest making other people watch them because that would probably be more entertaining. <laughs> and just just watch them. You yeah. don't need to watch the movie again. No. Just sit 
across the room and just watch them mm-hmm. because you had to go through it. Be- we're going through it for you. Let's put it this way. I saw, I watched a video today of the guy from puddle of mud singing about a girl by Nirvana. Hold on. And it All right, hold, was the, and it was the fourth worst thing I saw this on. week. What? People shit all over that, and by no stretch am I a fan of Puddle of Mud. But his cover is not that far off. It's exaggerated, yes. It's exaggerated. It's a very very vocal heavy song. Let's talk about news. I know what you mean, because Kurt Cobain has to sing it like he's pained. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it turns out that you know he, a couple, a couple weeks later, he, Scanlan uh, sings it like he's he's got a poop <laughs> and he's in a lot of pain. Yes, uh, let's put it that way. We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about some news here. Yeah, guys, uh, I've got some. News. You got some news? Yeah, I do too. So let's, let's hit us with the news. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this I just I just saw a little while ago, but um, I believe uh, both of you gentlemen, uh, at least one of you, owns the board game Mixtape Massacre. I do. You I do. We've never we have not played it yet. I know. But how about we play it on September twenty sixth at nine p.m. Eastern with the creators of the game Ooh. with special interruptions or scene interruptions filmed specifically for that night really yes so uh, go on you uh we can all play a board game together though we are all so far apart there will be um special music uh prizes and giveaways during the night um like i said uh live action scenes filmed just for the event so uh september 26th guys 9 eastern um you'll head over to mixtape massacre youtube press play and we can all play together so we might just have to make an event out of this so I'd very much that. looking forward to that. Uh, a game, a board game soaked in slasher films and nostalgia is right up our alley and hopefully yours as well. Nice. Sweet. That seems like actual good news. I've got some, it's been yeah. a crazy week news wise. Uh, not so good news. Uh, DC Comics has laid off a crap load of people. Really? Uh, I am the person that is it's hard. It's weird to say because I'm probably. I didn't think I would be the person up latest on this podcast, but it's either me or Rob, depending on if Rob has to wake up at like six in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at some some of the Twitter, and there's a bunch of people talking about DC Comics. Uh, there was a merger between AT and T and Time Warner. When there's a big merger between two giant companies, nothing good happens. A lot of people get laid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, roughly a third of DC Comics editorial staff were. Wow. Uh, this was on Monday. Uh, there was about 600 layoffs at Warner Media, including uh, big editors. Brian, I don't know these names per se, or you guys might not, but Brian Cunningham, Mark Doyle, and Andy Corey. Those are some of the bigger names. They were major editors in DC. Um, there was a someone named Bobby Chase who basically spearheaded um, DC Comics Digital 
but also there was a huge push into getting like um young adult DC books that were like not quite floppy comics but graphic novels and they were mm-hmm. actually very popular. So like basically making manga style books for like teenagers. But uh, with the regular DC characters, it was actually a big deal. Uh, that person got let go. Uh, Bob Harris got let go. He was a big Marvel um, big shot, but he was also a major editor at DC. Uh, he might have got let go for other reasons because he has been very vocally protecting a guy that admitted to sexually harassing his coworkers and kept him on staff. So, mm. And then after there was a big to-do about it, he did it again on a, like, on a panel. He was talking about... Uh, various girls' body parts while doing a panel in front of hundreds of people at like a conference or something. Yeah. So, well, probably for the best. Oh, what's weird is the guy's not actually that great of a writer, and it was something that I even recognized uh, back when I was in high school. Like he was one of the people that took over X Men, and it immediately went downhill. But either way, uh, D- Jim Lee did get a chance to stick on. He is the chief commercial officer of DC and a great artist. Uh, DC collectibles that makes a lot of the toys and statues gone. Completely gone, going away. Wow. Uh, the DC Universe, that the streaming service, the staff was let go. No one knows what's going to happen there, but DC Universe was doing the like, you know, get it for a year for this lower price than buying it month or than running it monthly. So that was where you could get unlimited comics, unlimited bunch of stuff, uh, videos. The Teen Titans or the Titans show was on there, as well as Star Girl, which is also on TV now. That um, they're wondering if that's all going to get rolled into HBO Max because Warner. Uh, basically, just you know, there's a lot of people talking. Is is DC Comics like the comic division going away? Floppy hmm. comics don't sell as much. The ones from Marvel have been used to create awesome movies that everyone wants to see. The ones for DC, they flubbed it so many times. Are the is it worth the money to? keep this one small division open it's a scary time for the people that love comics so we don't know what's going to happen there uh there is a some event coming up in two weeks called dc fandom it's a live stream event obviously they're going to talk about the new wonder woman movie the jack the zack snyder justice league um, and then a suicide squad video game coming out and it's comic books so we're not entirely sure what's going to be said so just Mm. it'll be very interesting and we will of course keep you guys abreast uh, last year, what was your favorite movie? I believe it was both of our favorite movies in 2019. I think it was 2019. Lion King. <laughs> uh, that other conversation wasn't recorded. No, no. I believe it was Alita Battle Angel, correct? It was. I think both of us like liked that movie quite a bit. Yeah, we did. Uh, they're, I guess Alita Battle Angel is now owned by Disney. Oh, really? I think so, because I believe it was Fox. Possibly. I'm not sure how that works because they, they mentioned Disney a lot. But there is a group of people called the um, the um, Alita Army. And they're basically trying to convince um, James Cameron and Disney to actually make the sequel to Alita Battle Angel. And they basically, their statement is, it's a, Alita Battle Angel is a relatively new IP. It's made over $400 million worldwide. Sequels have potential to be more successful than the first films, now that people have seen the first films. And um, it has a movement of fans promising to help make the sequel even bigger, as opposed to fans trying to boycott various movies. Uh, all of the people that you know loved... The, the, the fans of Alita loved the movie, whereas the f- fans of other movies are like, well, you know, they didn't do this right. Let's not go see that. These are people that are wanting to do it. 
So they want mm-hmm. right. my question to James Cameron, who is still the producer and still owns the rights and the people at Disney. Do you want to be known as the people who passed on this franchise with so much potential? I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, there's of course a lot going on in the world, but yeah, I, I mean, I just assumed was- that the sequel would be coming because I, the first one did so well and it was such a good movie. It didn't, it, it, and it, it ended well. at a spot that it opened at a, or it ended at a spot that just naturally lent itself to a sequel. Yeah. It, it had a big opening week. It, it did taper off quite a bit afterwards here. It, I believe, I, I don't know the numbers anymore, but I believe it did fairly well in China, mm-hmm. but it basically broke even. Oh, I um, thought it made a, sh- a shit ton of money. Did it not? I can look it up. No, you you keep talking. I'll look it up. Oh crap. Um. So either way, the, and this I found out this Alita Battle Angel news because of an article that was posted in our chat on Patreon uh, that someone had put up a thing about Tron Three and reasons why Tron Three, you know, you should be excited about it. Uh, Garth Davis, who directed Line and Mary Magdalene, which I do not know, he's now actually fully ushering the film. He's working on the film now. Uh, Jared Leto, Leto, Leto is uh, confirmed to be in the movie. And he's potentially, if it, they follow the script that has been floating around, he's a program named Ares. Uh, Rob, are you going to say something? The It made $404.8 million, and it had a budget of $170 million. Okay, Yeah, so it did fairly well. It did very well. Yeah, it made it made several hundred million dollars, and that's, yeah. I mean, that's nothing it's, to I think, sneeze at. I think the math is, if it, if it doubles the budget, then it actually made money. So that clearly they, doubled the budget. They did, yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Tron three. Uh, there was a there was a script going around uh, called Tron Ascension, and basically the script was about the a war between the human world and the grid. And if that is the script that's floating around, it was actually supposed to be pretty good. But Tron three is possibly happening again. But that's hmm. also been said probably five other times on this show. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep my expectations very low. Um, I think the the big problem with with Tron, uh, yeah, I'm sure the ride will do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, only because it's there. Uh, I I think for uh, largely, um, unless you're us, people don't really care too much about Tron anymore. There was a game that came out immediately after Legacy. There was an animated series that came out immediately after, and it just they just sank. I mean, yeah, well, I don't, I don't think that the um, that the movie generated as, generated as much interest in the current generations as what they had hoped. Like it didn't, it didn't really take off. I mean, the people who went to see it, I think, were the people who had who saw the original in the eighties. Yeah, and you know, it was it was nostalgic for them, so they were like, "Oh yeah, let's go see this Tron movie." Which, and by the way, I didn't really like the the neutron movie i i liked it i mean mean, it was it was okay but i i wasn't like oh man this is awesome this is yeah yeah they were like hey daft punk is in this guys come on check it out i i'd love to see a tron 3 but very 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 keeping those expectations very low i i saw tron the the two or tron legacy i guess that's what it was called with a bunch of computer programmers computer programmers that were a little older than me and grew up on Tron and loved the aesthetic of Tron, like the first one. Mm-hmm. 
loved because they were the people that were in their garages with duct tape and boxes and wires building their own computers. So then while the, the changes they made to make Tron 2 pleasing to the current generation and the people that were going to see that and make it the big, a big movie, I think it was a Christmas release. It wasn't the people, it left the programmer world just enough to where they were like, well, that's not going to happen. Like the, these are the very vocal nerds that were nerds before yeah. it was cool to be nerds. And right. But they, but they basically they alienated vocal. their, their original fan base. Yeah. But, and had they not, it wouldn't have even done as well as it did. Yeah, they they tried to make it. I hate the first Tron movie, and I kind of I like the aesthetic of the second one. They tried to to bring in all these different types of, you know, um, different kinds of artists from from and tried to make it this whole. You have Daft Punk with the biggest electronic acts in the world, and then you have like, uh, this artist programmer guy. He's gonna do the effects for it and everything. It was just this like oddly thrown together thing. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was like a name drop movie. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was, it was cool to watch it in IMAX really loud, but every time I've gone to put it on after, I'm just like, eh, yeah, no. uh, uh, though. Hey, if, if three comes out, Leto's been attached to it for a very long time. Uh, I will be there to midnight release for sure. Yeah. So I got one more thing here. This was announced. Well, I knew about it, but it, the gameplay trailer came out today. Jimmy saw it. Apparently, Rob may not have seen it, but GI Joe Blackout, GI Joe Blackout, the video game yep. has been announced. There's yeah. been art. Yep. There's been art released. There was a cover released over the past couple weeks. I think from the end of June till now, but they finally showed what it looks like. It is a team-based third-person shooter. Hmm. You run behind it. It you can blow things up. There Wait a minute. Who's producing it? Uh, research department. Which which company is making it? Because if it's if it's uh, Ubisoft, no. or or EA, it is not. Jimmy will find it. I think. Okay. Uh, there are, you get to play twelve characters. I've seen Roadblock. I've seen Scarlet. I've seen Duke. I've seen Cobra Commander. In the trailer, I've seen Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Probably Destro. Yeah, Destro will be in there. Um, it looks great. It's got that kind of cartoony look. Mm -hmm. Not not like the super short kind of characters, but like the the really bright kind of cel-shaded colors um, that okay. you've seen a lot of. Uh, looks pretty fun. There are 18 mission, there's an 18 mission campaign single player mode. There is a local split split screen mm. mode where you can play with your friends um, and do the mission campaigns together. There are also going to be some PvP and multiplayer modes. There's also going to be, um, of course, you know, you get the game, I get the game. We can go and tackle the, the single player mode, well, the story mode together. Uh, I'm excited about this. It comes out in October. Mm. And... I am being forced to buy it by my child, so I guess I have to buy it. I'm buying it, and it looks like uh, a blast to play with other people. I can't wait to play with you guys. There's there's a couple of games coming out that I think we're gonna we're all gonna have to buy so that we can play. Uh, one being the Avengers game. Yes, it comes out next month. Game um, Game Mill Entertainment. Game Mill. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah. The, okay. The, the but you've got the Avengers game next month, and you've got the uh, the Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron. Is that what it is? The flying game? Yeah, that one. It's not Rogue Squadron. It's uh, it's the whatever the Star Wars flying game. Yeah, those all look really good. Yeah. So break that in. Yeah, those are getting picked up. I got to finish Spider Man first, but so that is entertainment news, I believe. Jimmy, anyone? Uh, Rob, did you have anything? Mm-mm. Uh, well, when you listen to the Jaws episode, you'll hear me mention the worst place on Earth. And no, it is not the inside of a shark or an alcoholic's like little tugboat thing named the Orca as it's full of oil smoke. It's not that. I mentioned the villages in Florida. Mm-hmm. There is, if I'm serious, guys, if I ever say, well, guys, I'm retiring to the villages, just end me right there. You have permission. Just put me down uh, because I don't ever want to go to the villages. It's a terrible, terrible place. Um, it's basically a bunch of people riding around in golf carts and waiting for like, well, actually, she had a Herpes. good day yesterday. Yeah, it is. It's like basically like old people having sex, unprotected sex and bitching about politics and waiting for like Sarah Palin to come speak. Although Sarah Palin has had a good day yesterday. She was very, she had a very positive day yesterday. Feel free to look that up. Anyway. Um, so Florida man, according to USA Today, there are five people being held on drug charges for running a uh, drug den out of the village's retirement community. Oh man. Wow. You gotta, gotta do something. So all that time just sitting around. Yeah. Now die. they figured this out because someone called the police and said that there was, there's a woman, uh, Kathleen Unrath. She's 43 years old. So not quite a retiree. Uh, she is the niece of a homeowner there that was going to basically take care of her uncle and decided while she was taking care of her uncle, like, well, you know, he doesn't go in the garage very much. Maybe I can run a drug den under there. So people. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So she did with apparently uh, four other people. They found this out because of um, there was a bunch of golf carts getting stolen and they found also in this garage, a bunch of uh, golf cart parts. So they're running a basic an illegal uh, chop shop for golf carts. So that's because people in the villages would each get their own like golf cart to impress each other. So they'll have like a golf cart that's like the Carolina Panthers one. And it's got like a, you know, special hubcaps and stuff and a Steelers <laughs> one. God. And and like so people were stealing, stealing these parts or they'll add like a, a, a souped up engine on it or whatever, because that's what they do. Yep. And then, so anyway, this uh, um, this woman was apparently also stealing parts of that. And that, that part, they haven't quite pieced together the golf carts to make sure that it wasn't like the uncle's stuff. But the uncle did not know about this. Uh, the other people involved were Michael Witkowski, 63 years old. Uh, Kenneth Ray Paget, 53. Charlotte Gajowski, 45. Say Mike Gaj- Witkowski? Char- Charlotte Gajewski, actually. Uh, William Mike Anthony Bromska, <laughs> all facing felony drug charges, um, including possession of methamphetamines with intent to sell. Uh, they're still trying to piece together the golf cart parts <laughs> to see if it is related to the thefts in the area. So old people selling meth and running a uh, gone in 60 second style chop shop. 
That's what I got. That's and amazing. Yet, I I'm, I'm going to go there tomorrow and buy a golf, buy a stolen golf so cart, great. drive around. Like I don't really want to try meth, but I want to be part of this story. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what kind of trouble, trouble I can get into with those crazy people up there. Yeah. Well, that leads us to something, guys. Yep. Notice how as soon as we get to this part, Rob has left. Rob the camera. ran away. Rob is no uh, longer. Rob is hiding his face in shame. Uh, that is because suggested a buy Rob this week was yeah uh, was a I'm, movie. I'm sorry. Uh, well, not just a movie, but no three a trio movies. of movies. Yes. Yeah. And, and how did you come about this trio, Rob? Well, I was wandering around Walmart one day mm-hmm. and um, looking for toys, just, probably. probably. It, exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was looking for G.I. Joe's or some shit. Um, and I just kind of wandered past the movie section. And there was and I and I always kind of take a peek at like the five dollar movies, because occasionally you can find something really great for five bucks, like an old classic movie for five dollars. Yeah. I think th- I think the same day I bought that, I bought batteries not included for five dollars. And that was that was a good movie from my childhood that I was excited about. But mm-hmm. when I found batteries not included, I also found this piece of trash. And it was it was yeah. a it's called a shark attack three pack. And it the names of the movies should have been the first clue. I mean, I figured it was gonna be absolutely terrible. There's no que- I, I had no question that it was gonna be absolutely terrible. However, I didn't realize it was going to be as terrible as what it was. But the three movies in question are Sharkenstein, Raiders of the Lost Shark, and Shark Exorcist. Yep. Yep. And here and we are. They were god awful. So I think I'm going to read. So I refer to this as the shitty shark triumvirate. Nah, yes. And we are yeah. we are not going to cover these separately. The, the and, and if you try out of turds, yeah, we are not going to cover these separately because no one wants to hear that. No, and if, and if you try to make me cover these separately, I will fight you. No, we're not and talking about people. these for an hour each. Yeah, so no. here's what we are going to do, though. I'm going to read a little bit of the back. Yep, uh, Sharkenstein, it's alive, it's alive in the final days of World War II. Did you say Sharkenstein? He sure did. I did. He's Sharkenstein is actually the name of my. Is my it also Frodrick? <laughs> his uh Sharkenstein is the name of my very uh Jewish accountant. Uh, Le- uh I don't know. Uh Leo Sharkenstein. Yeah, Leo Sharkenstein. <laughs> Five old Sharkenstein. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I can make that joke. <laughs> Turns out Fivel, the name Fivel is actually Steven Spielberg's grandfather, I learned today. Really? Did he go yeah. west? He did. I don't know if he went west, but he was a real person. But anyway, Sharkenstein. It's alive, it's alive. Whatever. In the final days of World War II, a secret experiment to weaponize sharks is seemingly abandoned and destroyed by Nazi scientists. You know it's World War II because it's black and white for a moment. Uh, you know it's World later, War II because they're wearing Adidas shoes. Exactly. <laughs> which, like, wasn't even... A th- the thing, it's like 1942 in the the thing and adidas wasn't launched until 1949 but i and the guy has a has a modern face mask on like the ones with the like with the little metal thing that you can squeeze on the nose which when this movie was filmed it wasn't covid time but 
yeah. COVID time. Like it's, yeah. It's but anyway, COVID uh, time. Sixty years later, a small ocean town is terrorized by a mysterious creature, one built from the parts of the greatest killers of the sea, somehow, and the mind of a madman, a Sharkenstein monster, it's- hell bent on destroying every living thing in its path and being terrible. Built from the shittiest mm-hmm. shark toys ever made. <laughs> there was a, what so that should say. Was the, the, the humanized one a land shark from the 80s or 90s? Like, I looked up the land shark toys and it kind of... Oh, like, did it? Yeah. You mean street sharks? Street sharks, street that's what shark. it was. Yeah, Greg's just thinking about the beer I drank tonight. Um, it, yeah, it, it did. I was like, well, that looks like part... Because some of them had, like, little plates on them and stuff like that. Those things were badass. But yeah, uh, this movie absolutely was not. Yeah, so we'll jump to Raiders of the Lost Shark. We're going to talk... I have, there's a couple little things that, that kind of threaded throughout all of the movies I will talk about. Yeah, but... I have... I've, I wrote down two things. Yeah, sure. we'll cover those. Uh, let me just do all of the, the, sure. Go for all it. Yep, the things yep, here. Yep. Because our listeners need to know what movies to avoid, like yeah. The Plague. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They need to I believe know. the worst of the bunch here, and we'll talk about that later as well. Raiders of the Lost Shark. No. I Honestly, mm. I think Sharkenstein was the worst one. I will fight you. Uh, say Raiders I disagree. Of the Lost Shark was worse. I, I've got to say it was Raiders. Mm. For multiple uh, if, reasons, but... Four Which friends set out by boat for a vacation on a private... That was a private island? It looked like a lake behind a golf course. Yeah, that's essentially what it was. Yeah, or like near a warehouse or something. Uh, four friends set out on by boat for a vacation on a private island, but unknown to them, a weaponized shark has escaped from a top-secret military lab, a shark genetically engineered with hate in its blood and programmed to hunt any human within range. Now these friends must band together to battle an all-new brand of predator who will stop at nothing to remain at the top of the food chain. That is not what happens in that movie. As far no, as I can at all. remotely. In fact, all of the friends but one die. And I didn't even think they liked each other all that much, if I remember correctly. This is the first one I watched. Because honestly, I thought there would be some sort of adventure. I was going yeah. through. I, was, I wanted yep. to see like a shark chasing someone down like a hill like it's a rolling boulder or something. It was uh, so disappointing. It was not at all related to Raiders of the Lost Ark. And nope. Shark Exorcist, probably the best of the bunch. I, I would say it probably was, yeah. Even though it made absolutely zero sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to need a bigger cross, which is actually the best part of this whole thing. Yeah. The art on the front of the box is actually good. And it's the, pretty you're good. Need a bigger cross. Yeah. Uh, a Bonic Nun summons Satan to a small fishing village. Rob, did you pick this up and say, hey, this cover art looks pretty cool? <laughs> I Actually, I did. Yeah. I, I honestly did. Because One would. The cover art does look pretty it's, awesome. That's probably the, one of the better things about these movies the the shark exorcist like the shark is like looks like he's like glowing with lava or it magma looks like it could like hellfire. very well been some kind of entertaining um velocipaster type deal yeah or like a and it was not like a super sweet like trivium album cover or something but anyway uh chain reaction of evil grips the tiny Say trivia as- mountain Trivium album oh. cover. <laughs> Welcome uh, to uh, Trivium Mountain. <laughs> a demonic nun. Sorry, I jumped Our ahead here. Demonic game. nun. You Sum- must answer questions before you pass. <laughs> Summon Satan to a small fishing village where he takes over the body of a great white shark. A chain reaction of evil grips the tiny community as the shredded bodies continue to wash up on shore. The shredded bodies in this case are actually body parts purchased at Spirit, Spirit Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
opened this week, I think. Yeah, I saw so, one. Saw one the other yeah. day. Got real excited. A Catholic priest arrives in search of his missing brother, and he must fight both teeth and temptation on land and sea in order to send this man killer back to hell. Those movies that I just described are not remotely related to what we watched, but yeah. Spirit selling some really cool trick or treat exclusives this year. By the I'm gonna lie. have to check those out. You should. They're very cool. The masks from the uh, school bus. Oh, cool thing! They have exclusive Funko Pop figures. Um, all things far more entertaining than the movies we watched. Yep. So I've got, uh, let, let's go ahead and, and I'm just going to start as, asking my questions here to kind of keep us on track. Okay. So were these no, movies, there's your, hold on. <laughs> do you think the director and writers of these movies actually understood that they were making a bad movie or do you think that they were, I always want to make a movie and this is what I've got. Okay. So here's the deal with this. Did a little bit of research into this. Um, you can tell that the directors wrote their Wikipedia entries. They wrote their IMD profiles because they they refer to uh, their their descriptions uh, refer to them as prolific cult film directors. Um, uh, there might be some delusion there, like oh, I'm making these cult films and stuff, but no, they're they're not good. You're not funny. Um, they're just. They're just terrible. You, They're not. A cult film becomes a cult film. You don't. You don't. You don't just you, declare it a cult right. film on release. You don't say, "Hey, I'm making a cult film." No. I'm making this movie called Evil Dead. Oh, you're actually making a movie about cults. Then it's Correct. a cult film. <laughs> yes, and and that's True. what I think that that that's what these guys are going for. You know, I. No, there's. They're maybe grabbing people off the street and being like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie for twenty bucks?" Like. That's all it is. They're just trying to if make you, these. These movies were so bad that I was uh, looking at IMDb and trying to figure out who some of these people were. Um, uh, really, only one of the other people actually acted in any other movie. Do you, you know, Could you guess which one from all oh, of the movies? I, I know who it was. It was uh, Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I, maybe there was a guy that looked like Joe Exotic. No, it was, the, it was the woman that was like a teacher with the brown hair. Mm. Oh, okay. She, from she's been in Raiders. Other, she was in Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark, yeah. Yeah. So she's actually been in other stuff. And, and she's uh, like a Madge from Sharkenstein has been in a lot of uh very low budget films as well. Also and, also very noticeably sensitive about about showing any part of her body. Did you did you notice that? In a movie that was like so gung ho on showing off like bikinis and swimsuits and stuff like that, where everybody had a friggin' swimsuit on like <laughs> some of the dumbest shit ever. Like she would jump in and you could tell that she had like a nude colored top on um, underneath her swimsuit. They pull her out of the water onto and a her boat. Clothes are com- onto a boat and her clothes are completely dry and she's wearing a white t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> she gets out of the water onto the beach and before they even show her, she's got a towel covering herself from from neck to like shin, just and her arms front. and her arms crossed in front of her too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it, I mean, you can't you can't really, you know, it, it being body conscious, you know, that's um, 
It, it, it just stood out. It, it does. It, it stands out like, oh, like, that's that's unfortunate. That yeah, like because, it, it was it was really awkward in the movie, and it, it was just so obvious. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if that's the, like, if there's something that you are concerned about, and these are clearly people that know each other filming it, you have to work the script around it. Yeah, sure. The the direct, you know, don't let someone climb out of climb out of the water with a dry t shirt on because that yeah, it, it's as sad as that is, it does pull you out of the movie. These these people don't care. No, I, I remember, they, they, and and we were watching this, and several times I was like, "Man, they they just don't give a shit, do they?" No, no not <laughs> at all. Like, Holy fuck! No, so yeah, it, Sharkenstein. The the two things I wrote down were the Adidas thing, and then I wrote down sideways Zelda hat. Yes. What was? Oh that? my god! So my thought was, this guy's wearing a sideways Zelda hat. The camera is basically attached to a, the glove box in the car. The guy is driving. I just wanted to punch him. So there's the guy with the sideways Zelda hat driving. He's talking to the person in the passenger seat, and the camera is angled towards him. So his hat is facing out the window. So my thought was that they were worried about getting sued for you with the Zelda logo. But then they put it right on the screen. Yeah, at some point maybe they were trying. I mean. Very obviously, a fifty-year-old dude trying to look like he's like twenty. They're like, I don't know what's going to make him look younger. Wear his hat sideways, which oh, all yeah, the kids do. Like the, oh the young God. people can't figure out hats yet, right? Yeah, the, <laughs> I think the people who wrote and directed this movie were so damn out of touch that just ugh, garbage. How funny and, it would be if we and go to, we, we go to Canada and everyone is just like that. Everyone is wearing Zelda wearing hats. Wearing Zelda hats. <laughs> Oh my god. They're all holding and, towels in front of And since house. we're talking about Sharkenstein, I will say that Sharkenstein had the most what the fuck moment out of any of these movies. This, would you would you agree with that? I think we all know what we're talking about. This this one part oh, yeah. of Sharkenstein which uh happened made me immediately start looking up how much it actually does cost to get a helper monkey to take Rob's place on the podcast. <laughs> It involves some tra- it involves some training, and it's kind of expensive. But it is oh, do it God. is doable if any sort of thing like this happens again. Rob, go ahead. So, in Shargenstein, there's a scene where the shark comes out of the water and somehow gets struck by lightning, and lightning only makes Frankenstein stronger, right? So, of course, the, the shark monster, together. the shark monster transforms. And I'm and I'm sitting there going, cause there's more than meets the eye. <laughs> into a street into and a street he, shark, basically. And he freaking sprouts arms, and now he's just wandering around. Now he's a land shark. And he's wandering around on land, and for no reason whatsoever, <sighs> there's a scene where there's an old lady sitting on a chair taking photos, doing like this photo op thing for her quote unquote fans. And we find out that she's an over-the-hill retired porn star. Uh, exotic okay. actress, I believe she says. Yeah, yeah, she corrected him. And and so the shark comes up on them and for no reason eats the cameraman, looks at the looks at the actress's boobs, knocks her off the chair, and then rapes the porn actress. I'm yep. like, what the fuck is this so what am i what <laughs> i i think 
I, I just or made like, a connection what? here. You you really can't fault for somebody for wanting to cover their body when you've clearly got some horny old man making this movie. Like, you why? Well, why? True. Like you said, why? Why was that even in there? I I just I that part happened, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with the person who made this movie? Yes. And 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 to be clear, to be clear and be fair, I wasn't faulting her for it. Oh no, I was no, no. saying that I, it I'm was saying, glaringly obvious, yeah, given it, everything else that right was happening in the movie. Yeah, and what I'm saying right. is that she was probably like, "I'm I'm gonna cover myself in front of these people because these people are nasty." Oh, she's been in like she's been in like twenty of his movies. Oh, like, she's in, well, yeah, so they well must be related or something. Then I don't know. <laughs> That's even even worse. then, I wouldn't put it put it past the. The creepo who directed this movie. Yeah. No, hey, not, not saying at all that you're you're faulting the person, but I'm just saying maybe maybe there's a reason. <laughs> you know. Between like an, yeah. an actress. Oh my God. It, like I will I will take off my clothes only for the right role. Where if it really fits the actress, it's like, well, I got this movie about a Frankenstein shark. And he's gonna That's do this old lady. Yeah, I'm gonna wear <laughs> I'm gonna wear extra clothes. I'm gonna wear a, that role. A, uh, coveralls. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, weirdo. This, this and th- this was the movie that had Joe Exotic in it, by the way. And not really, but it looked just like him, and kind and, of acted like him. Yeah, he sacrificed himself at the end, and the they tricked the shark into going into this building and blew it up. And I don't even know that that worked. And God, I hope it worked because that that mob needed to get killed too because they were all. I mean, there there was there was a lady with her arm in a sling that was walking around with a club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What?" There was a dude that had a rocket launcher that was shooting it like it was an M sixteen, mm-hmm. and they had torches that I guess they couldn't keep the CG flame. Fire was so bad because they had these terrible fire effects on them, and just yeah, yeah. And remind mind you, the shark was was created by this nerdy Nazi dude. Um, and I was still kind of rooting for the shark. Uh, I want to jump to my next little question here. For the first movie of these that I watched, uh, why the hell was it called Raiders of the Lost Shark? Does anyone have any idea? Just I think the because this, I think because the shark was locked away in a friggin' lake or something, and so it was quote unquote lost. And then these people came in and released it, and but they didn't really release it. The shark kind of released itself because remember the guy, the guy. The super awkward guy who was on his computer kept looking at the people over his shoulder. Was like, "Oh no, all the gates are open." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super awkward. I, uh, in all caps, I wrote here, uh, "Raiders of the Lost Shark," uh, because why the fuck not? Okay. Is, yeah. is my reason. Um, Makes sense, I, I guess, because they, they they were just like, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a I movie. will say the first couple of. Uh-huh. The first couple of times that the shark attacked people, I did laugh. It was yeah, kind of hilarious. Uh, better effects than Sharkenstein. Absolutely, and, uh, super, not as good as Exorcist. Right, super, super, duper Canadian. Um, oh yeah, it, it, kind of funny at first, but then not. No. Yeah. So this this happened. There's a couple things I pointed out that I thought about here. One, it was the worst lake I've ever seen. It was very clearly a lake. I have a mm-hmm. lake across the street from my house that was bigger than this lake that the shark was supposedly in, and yet people could not stop bringing 
their girlfriends and significant others there to lay on the, the shore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the not a good place to go. And it was like you just you could you could tell that the water was cold because whenever they went into it, they like, Ugh. oh, yeah, like, it looked plus Canada. It looked cold and it like it like mm-hmm. if I showed up to shoot and they would have been like, all right, you're going to go in the water. And I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not. I'm going home. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. I'm going home. The um, the other thing with with this particular movie, and it was supposed to be set on an island, all this stuff is, I guess really all these movies, but Rob pointed out for this one is, for some reason in this movie in particular, people were always ready to swim. Like, absolutely always. Oh, they all always... of these movies, everyone had a bathing suit under their clothes, whether they were a police officer, whether they were um, a military guard. Yeah, they just, they were a like... A janitor? All right, let's a bus go. driver? Yeah. And they were all wearing brand new bathing suits. Like, yep. Uh, just without, with inexplicably just, okay, bathing suit time. Uh, even with this scungy water, there was nothing that could get me to go in that water, much less be prepared with a bathing suit just in case. Uh, and you mentioned the shark, the way they looked. I guess we should talk about the le- not so special effects. There were very frequent events where the shark was just a clip art shark moving across the, the screen. Not so in... special effects. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. special about these. Nothing. Sharkenstein was... was very obviously a puppet. There was some green screening of a puppet. Nothing was actually aligned with what it was supposed to be aligned with. When they wanted the shark to go through the water at an angle, uh, this is probably going to mean more to Jimmy than it means to Rob. But they would like. Skew, skew the picture. Yeah. yeah, they would like skew it. So what they would do? Like a, they would create some foreshortening by by shrinking it on one side to make it look like you know one side was further back than the other. But that's all they did. They took a a, a still image and made one side smaller, and mm-hmm. added a little bit of glow effect to the eyes or something. I mean, it's just not like See, not even funny. Was, good, like not even funny bad like the the in the beginning of one of the movie one of sharkenstein the submarine is coming out of the water and the way they made it look like it was coming out of the water was like with a video clip of what was clearly like water being poured into a bucket or something and then they played it in reverse as rob pointed out when the submarine was going back under the water went underwater i was like are they just running that in reverse they were but like that's what i was thinking because to do all of that stuff that poorly, you have to try. Like we've seen beginners on this stuff, and ev- I've never seen even a, the the most beginner green of students do anything remotely that bad. Mm. Yep. Right. Yep. Like, like they have to. Like, it's hard to make something look that bad some these days because there's plugins that will do yeah, that. They won't be great. You have to be like, all right. Here's here's an open bar the night before the first day of filming. Yeah, yep. and then and then wake everybody up with pots and pans after four hours of sleep. Uh, it's just it, you've got to do so many things intentionally bad. Like your like, like the you audio said, was bad. They the, they the... they hired somebody on Fiverr to do the effects or something. Yeah, you know, like the yeah the audio the lighting the editing which I'm going to talk about later. The as lighting was well. garbage. They didn't even care what the weather was like when they shot. No, they, well they didn't give a shit about anything. No, you're right. What are you talking about? Yeah. And the the dialogue was the girl. Oh my god, Raiders of the Lost Shark. The girl they they take a dive into the dirt and she's like, "You never listen to me. 
Close your eyes. It's like now. What color is my swimsuit? That's what? Wait, what? <laughs> that's not. Yeah. Huh? And two two friends. I think the whole point was that one friend was on her phone all the time. It was two friends, and she was talking about the other friend's boyfriend. And she's and the girl said something, and she's like, "Oh, you never listen to me." Yeah, close your eyes. What color is my bathing suit? And I'm like, "Wait, does she the see hell with does her?" That have to do with listening, huh? And and like, and they said it without even looking. Like, wait, that's not right. Like they they said it. And yeah. All of these takes are the best take. They didn't even. Like, I mean. Nobody even played with the 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 color levels or the curves or the contrast on any of this footage. <laughs> you could have ran it through damn some free software that you find online and and just made it look better. But no, it, it's I mean, there was one sequence. There was a try girl playing. Least, you know, there was a girl playing in about stomach high water. They cut away to the shark. Uh, so she's there. <laughs> they cut away to the shark, and the shark is very clearly in about sixty feet of deep blue, beautiful ocean. Because it, so it's obviously stock footage. And then they cut back to the girl, and now it's uh, so the sun is setting behind her. Mm -hmm. And they cut back to a shot underwater, looking up, and it's a different girl. I think Rob pointed out in a different bathing suit. So that means that the girl yeah. that was playing in the water was also stock footage, but it was during sunset at an actual beach, not a lake. They cut under the water, and it's very clearly bright daylight afternoon. And then they cut back to the shark underwater, 60 feet, deep blue sea. And then, then she gets killed. You see, like, red screen blood. It's like, was she flipping through a nature channel before she died? <laughs> like, I'm like, that's on? not even the same girl. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. It's probably and unfortunately stock footage that they... Um... It was all stock footage, yeah. Yeah. Was... Man. In fact, there are sharks that are currently suing these people for being forced to be in their movie when they didn't want to be. Well, Nintendo uh, hasn't yet. <laughs> the uh, uh, the audio of this movie as well. There's some scenes where there's like one scene where they're talking on a dock and an airplane is flying overhead and you can't hear what they're saying at all because the airplane is too loud. Yeah, like you couldn't have waited. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, this for all of you people. My wife popped by popped by when I was watching this and she's like, "When was this movie made?" And I told her it was 2015, 14, 15, and 16. You're like, maybe different 1992? Directors. Yeah, and she was like, these are newer? So just be aware of that. No, the, don't um, be, because don't watch them. Yeah. Uh, at one point in uh, in one of the shark movies, uh, one of the sharks decide to fly and take down an airplane inexplicably. I don't know why. So that, that was the thing Raiders, that happened. yeah. Yeah, those Raiders. And we haven't really talked about Shark Exorcist because that one's the most palatable. Although the beginning of the movie does involve a nun stabbing some girl next to a very busy highway. Um, and it was probably very clear that they did not get any sort of filming permit. So there's probably people driving by seeing a person in a nun, co nun costume stabbing someone <laughs> before she before she possesses like, a shark. we got to do this quick before the police get here. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. can't yeah. yeah after what after what happened with our last movie shark terminator um of the I three this happen again. i'd have to say that this had the bad, better visual effects they were still i wrote that too still not so special effects the sharks had caustics on them to make it look like they were underwater as opposed to just being yeah. in front of a tv screen yeah. they learned a little bit 
Um, yeah. And I wrote, why is Lauren's back so sweaty? <laughs> I don't even remember why I wrote that. <laughs> Wasn't even part of the movie. It's just, just a random thought. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh God, there's a, there's a, a couple of, of, of funny scenes in here. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's um, a, a woman goes into the lake with her boyfriend. The boyfriend gets eaten. I believe that's where she gets possessed. Mm-hmm. And then the boyfriend who was eaten, his twin brother is a priest. And uh, in the scene where he's introduced, he's got a bunch of acting books on his desk. <laughs> Which he did not read. Obviously not. I, 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 in my notes, I said he should read those acting books. There was like four of them stacked up. One was called like that guy is actually a Chippendales. Oh God, he's a Chippendales dancer. I saw really in real Look life. Like in real it. life, yeah, yeah, shitty yeah. tribal wow. tattoos and um, mm-hmm. stupid uh, tossed hair or whatever. They yeah, just okay. Yeah, cool. Just, there, there was barf in this one. A lot of it. A lot of it. I forgot for a while. I was like, oh my God, they got barfed on. They were like, there's more barf. And I wrote, woo, barf. And then I remembered that it, it was loosely associated with Exorcist, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one also had the weirdest after credit scene that I've ever seen in a movie. I think Is that the one with the girl in the aquarium? Girl in an aquarium. A very bad aquarium. So weird. In the- and she goes and she um, decides to look at the like the stuffed animal sharks that are all like in a shelf, like stuffed in there. And she starts like rubbing them all over her body and like looking at the fish for way too long. This movie had the most the worst editing of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I had to write it down as I was watching and I just got to find it now. Uh, longer. Uh, how should I say this? Um, more clips of unnecessary length than Glenn Danzig's Veronica. I still have not seen the movie was 71 minutes long and the credits were 11 minutes long. Yep. Cause they needed to get it to fit on whatever TV channel this was on. So this, this particular movie has all of these movies do this. And I, it's, here's what we think. And we're going to talk about jaws on Monday. So you guys can actually listen to us talk about a good shark movie. Mm-hmm. They try to, of course, sell the scariness of the shark by introducing a character that doesn't have really much to do with the plot other than to be the victim of the day for the shark so that they can eventually find their body. Well, they do it with this movie, but they do it throughout the movie. And they make it, they go too long. So it makes it seem like these characters are actually important, but they're not. So, yep. So in this one. They just keep introducing characters who get gobbled up. So in this one, they have a girl who's very clearly like a workout girl. Oh, God. No, what the hell? Well, and, and she's not even attacked by the shark. Hang on, there are two. You'll you'll, you'll know what I'm okay. talking about. So they they actually follow her up to the park. Like they, this is why it's weird because they actually follow her from her car. No, that's not she the one I'm up. talking about. The other they, one, and the camera on her in the car very clearly throw, shows three very big zits. And I'm not making fun of her for this, but you would have thought that they would have fixed that. Because it's she has three very large zits going down her face, right the camera right on them. She gets out of her car, she goes and lays down on the beach, 
to sunbathe. Mm -hmm. And they, of course they do like the shark jaws esque music <laughs> and show her from afar, you know, the camera's behind some tree branches. So, Oh, there's someone peeping on her, but, or is, or are you going to see her eaten by a shark? You know, what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You almost care about this person for some reason. And then oh. it gets, so you think, so she goes and she lays down on the shitty beach and she's laying there and this guy goes and takes cell phone pictures with her of her. Actually, that's what, why my wife saw this. Yeah, she's like, of her, she saw the, not with her. Yeah. Of her while she's sleeping. Cause he's you know creepy. My wife saw the iPhone in this part and was like, this is a modern movie. <laughs> takes the pictures and inexplicably while still standing over her sleeping body is scrolling through the pictures. Decides to check all 370 pictures that he took. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. I And and I makes us look it. at him scroll through all of them. I timed it. Or I looked at the time because I watched it and I'm like, this is going on a really long time. It went on for about 50 seconds, which is a long time in a movie. Yeah. To just keep swiping right. You just flip it through the picture of the same pictures, basically, of this, of this blonde woman on the beach. And then, of course, because it's an exorcist shark i guess it gets revenge on him for being a pervert eats him in front of her the no one in this movie at all in any of these movies have any sort of peripheral vision either the shark these giant sharks sneak up on them on land <laughs> and they look they look around and then they look back and the shark is there but it's like you didn't see it it's a giant shark with legs yeah. you know? uh by the way in that scene there's two scenes where the people have their eyes closed and the scenes are going on for so long that they're, they, you can see them start opening up their eyes and then Fran, like quickly close them. That scene. And and that scene, I, I, I was just thinking that scene where he's looking at the pictures he took on the cell phone. I swear to God, I, I really feel like that scene, they, ha they just had the camera on and the director is leaning over the camera going, did you get the pictures? Yeah, okay, well, show, show them to me. Let, let me see what you got. Okay, yeah, that one will work. We can use that one. And he's, like, discussing the pictures, not yeah. realizing that the camera is on at that point. And he's just like, oh, yeah, okay, we can use that. All right, all right, good. Now, now keep going. Okay, okay, what, what what was that other one that you had? And it's yeah. like, what is going on here? What <laughs> They could have at least cleaned the phone before they started swiping. Yeah. As well. No, because that would have shown that they gave a shit, and they obviously did not give a shit enough, about yeah, any yeah. of these movies. Yeah, Shark Exorcist was uh, actually not shot in Canada. I thought it might have been, but it was shot and set in Tennessee. As we all know, geographically, the state is landlocked, and <laughs> any bodies of water in the state are nowhere near the ocean, so there should be no shark. Greg, the fucking any sharks flew in this movie, in, in these movies, and they walked on land. True. Don't. True. Start with that logic, man. Don't no. don't don't logicify this thing. Don't, no, don't logicify this shit show. Now, because we are a serious show, I did prepare something. Okay. Oh God, uh, I have prepared an in memoriam for the various people that lost their lives in this in these films. I'll bow my head as you recite these names. Okay. Now, no one in these movies actually had names that I remember. Okay. Uh, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Shark. There were twelve kills. Mm. The loser guards and their girlfriends that are way too hot for them. Yep. All died. Mm -hmm. All four of them. Uh, goth chick. Yep. Died. R.I.P. Uh, random white dude. Yep. Wait, the, was the goth chick the French girl? Yeah. Yeah, the French Canadian okay. girl. Uh, uh, ship captain. Lost his head. <laughs> it's not my head. Best actor in all three. He was actually, he, he knew it. He got it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the uh, jock guy. And his buddy, also, that I refer to as second guy, they were the ones that started off talking on the porch and then got eaten. Mm. 
like when they went in the water. Uh, the flashback that had the borderline incest scene with the two sisters rubbing lotion on each other because the one sister yep. didn't understand. The one sister said that she didn't know what sunscreen was or gave a hint that she'd never seen it. So the inc- I call her incest sister. Uh, I don't know how many people there were, but the passengers on the airplane that the shark knocked down. Ooh. The... <laughs> Uh, the, the, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, science guy at the end and his creepy wife. We don't know if the creepy wife died because that was kind of the end, like, the shark goes after her, but I'm just going to assume. Yeah, well, don't forget the, the other girl that was on the boat with the the one female student who survived. Because there, there was there was there were two females and a dude that were on the boat. Okay. They were going out, and the, they ended up in the water... And the one girl survived, and the other two got gobbled up. Yeah. So we got uh, Sharkenstein, or sorry, uh, Shark Exorcist, uh, the nun victim at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the character named Allie, who might have just been wounded, but I'm not sure we ever see her again. That was the one that gets pulled out of the water. She's actually the other sure, one that opens dead. up. Yeah, she's the one that actually opens her eyes in the middle of her death scene. Uh, as I like to oh, call him, God. Trent Re- Trent Reznor, soccer dad. That was <laughs> yeah. the brother of the priest. Uh, striped bikini girl, who was the girl that was both wearing a striped bikini and then not wearing a striped bikini in the same scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sorority girl that was there getting hazed, or was there hazing the two other sorority girls. Uh, yeah. bad, skin, bad skin steroid girl. Mm-hmm. So that was the girl that was being peeped on. And also the girl who doesn't listen and can apparently hear colors. Don't don't forget the um, the girl that was this was Sharkenstein, right? Uh, that was Shark Exorcist. Oh, that was never mind. Okay, I'm and, getting my movies mixed up because they all just kind of blurred together into one big pile of yeah. shit. Yes, uh, Sharkenstein actually had the most. That was 21 deaths. Ooh, uh, mask guy, mm-hmm. mad scientist. Yep. Uh, bend o- I, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this. Bend over, walk on the beach, girl. Okay. Yeah, that was the girl on the. That was like one of the first ones, and. <laughs> <laughs> that one made me laugh out loud because she she oh, was she like bent on over. the beach. She bent over, looked at something, and then all of a sudden the puppet just kind of like superimposes in and goes like, and comes back and she's yeah. gone. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, what is that? Uh, pasty fishing dork. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, s- uh, stock footage scuba diver one, stock footage scuba diver two, stock footage scuba diver three, and stock footage scuba diver four. Mm-hmm. All died. Uh, swimming girl, uh, but that was oh, that was, sorry. This is the one. This is a uh, swimming girl. Technically, two girls because it was two different people in the footage. Uh, guy in boat, I think they could. You couldn't tell if that, that guy died. The dude that was left in the boat. Um, the Nazi mad scientist, of course, died while poking with a stick. Uh, sideways hat guy. Thank God. <laughs> yes, I was happy for that one. Dude that picked up a stick and said he had a weapon. Flower shirt guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, porn photographer, which we talked about. Uh, plaid guys that were trying to help out, you know, uh, Frankenstein this, these, uh, I doubt it finally occurred to me. I just realized that's why there were villagers in Drama Gun. It's mm-hmm, all coming. Yeah. This movie, this movie is genius. I'm yeah, wrong. You're we totally heard. wrong, Greg. Uh, and, uh, Joe slightly less exotic would be the last one, so. Joe rest, slightly less Joe exotic. not so exotic, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, fellas and ladies. I, I guess the only other thing here is I did find some reviews for these movies just because. Yeah, again, go for it. What do you got? Um, someone on uh, this one made me laugh because I picture a nice little old lady, and like you'll picture exactly who I'm talking about. Her name is Pauline Brown. She was on Amazon. 
my grandma, my, she bought this recently, like April something. Uh, my grandson who loves shark movies said this one was awful. We threw it away. Poor quality, bad acting, and so on. Like I could totally picture this conversation. Like she probably thought it was a wonderful movie based on the front cover. She gave it to her grandson. Yeah. He was probably like quarantined and it ruined their, their quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> ruined their relationship. Uh, someone named Mr. Freeze on Amazon said, I'm a big fan of sci-fi original type B movies and a huge shark, a huge shark movie fan. But these movies are horrible, bad writing, bad acting, bad directing, and terrible CGI. Please don't waste your money or time on this awful crap. And I put that one in there because... We, too, are fans of B-movies and bad movies, and these are worse than that. Just a Sharknado of shit. Uh, Mr. Robert Woods, actually used possibly his real name, gave it five stars and said, A lot of action, spelled a lot, A-L-L-O-T, of action. I don't know what movie he was watching. Uh, God. This is the worst, uh, Ray, this is the worst graphics I've ever seen or probably will see. Yes, that's correct. And Rick C, not exactly Jaws. <laughs> not exactly Jaws is my favorite review ever. Excellent. Yeah. So that's all I got. Uh, what? Anything that, else you guys? That might be the name of the episode, actually, by the way. Not exactly Jaws. Not exactly Jaws. Jaws. Or I was, Sharknado of shit. I was going for Shark Week, but yeah, we'll figure it out. We will go. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, any anything else? Yeah, I just want to put this behind us. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> I don't never want... speak of this again. This, this was so horrendous. I mean, it was like I I would almost rather go have a root canal. These movies you... were so terrible. So I guess that uh, the the other questions I had here: Did you enjoy watching these? No, uh, rate them in order. We already kind of did that. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, no, I did not enjoy this. No, not remotely. No. Yeah. Guys, next week on Monday, we will be releasing our patron curated episode about an actual Good Shark movie. Uh, we're going to talk about Jaws. And, uh, of course, you will get our Give Me Five Question of the Week, the best monologues in film. It was a great – we already had that conversation. We already recorded it. It was a fun, awesome conversation and a great movie to talk about. And, uh, you know, it was much better than this. Yeah. I'm hoping at least one person here will decide to give us a copy of the Shark Attack 3-pack to give away as a gift to some sad I'll give mine poor listener. Oh, well, I'll sign it. We will autograph a copy of the Shark Attack 3-pack. Fine. And someone can win that. As as you don't we have want, to figure out how. I won't put the fucking movie in there. You'll just get the box. <laughs> <laughs> Because we won't do that to our listeners. I'll, I'll yeah. put some old-ass candy in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> old-ass Like sucked on candy, some butterscotch or some yep. shit. A Tootsie pocket Roll with, candy. like, pocket fuzz. Yeah. Yeah, pocket candy. Uh, okay. Get the shit out of my house. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad putting it in my trash can. It's going <laughs> to sit in a landfill. Oh, if your God. dog walked in the room while you're watching the movie, the dog wouldn't talk to you anymore. That kind of thing. Okay, how can people get in touch with us and tell us uh, how... We'll figure out how you're going to win this movie. Yeah, we will. Or, or lose the, lose this movie. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the big loser that wins this movie? Uh, guys, you can find us on the internet, uh, which you've probably already done, but at giveme5podcast.com. 
you can check out and download all of the episodes of our show. There you can also check out a new section of the website that we are working on where we share our music, playlists, and perhaps audiobooks as well that we are currently going through. You can uh, check out our store on the website as well. If you're uh, on mobile, I would suggest going to the store via givemefivepodcast.threadless.com. Find us on Facebook for searching for the Give Me Five Podcast, spelled out F-I-V-E, of course, also in Give Me Five Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us directly at givemefivepodcast at gmail.com. If you could leave us a review, we'd certainly appreciate it. So I was thinking for the giveaway Mm -hmm. of the shark movies. How about the next person that signs up for our Patreon? Uh, We can do that. We'll know, right? Yeah, I I know as soon as it happens. So the next person that signs up for our Patreon. You could either spend $5 on this movie on Amazon. Or uh, you could spend five bucks, contribute to something that you hopefully like, and get some gear, or not gear, but some uh, some autograph torture. Yeah, some autograph torture with some old ass candy in it. <laughs> so that would be uh, five dollars for to our oh, Patreon. Give me five God. or Patreon dot com slash Give me five podcast. You get more than just three cities. three shitty shark movies. You get no, one of those was filmed uh, in like three cities. So yeah, a three. So you get invited to our Discord chat where you can hear us live talking about these movies, mm-hmm. or at least read us live talking about these movies. Uh, you get early access to the movie we are reviewing. You have to know what we're talking about. Early access to the top five list where you get to write in your own top five list. You get a special birthday episode where we write a top five list about you, and you get our undying thanks and three count them three shitty shark movies. Jesus. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And I'm sorry. (laughs) We're sorry. Good morning. Good afternoon. And stay away from these movies. (laughs) What color is my swimsuit? It'll be very interesting, and we will, of course, keep you guys abreast. (laughs) Holy shit. Wow. Okay, I tried to hold that sneeze in. I almost got to the mute button. That didn't happen. (laughs) Did any of you guys get sprayed? I, I got a little bit in my eye. That's not the first time.